It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello, and a huge welcome to today's show. It's Gina Gardner here of Gina Gardner and Friends, and today I'm joined by Laurie Rubenstein. She is an amazing lady. She's an intuitive, a coach, a speaker, a children's book author, and she works mostly with women, but with some men as well, to help them clear any of the blocks that are stopping them from using their gifts, and then to help them design a life that's truly fulfilling using their gifts. So, Laurie, a huge, a huge welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today with you, Gina, and have this conversation. So we're going to be talking today about stepping into your gifts. And I think there are so many people who who devalue how many gifts they have because they come in all shapes and sizes. But we tend to have a, a view of what a gift looks like rather than recognizing, I think, often the gifts that we have. I agree. And I think that's why they seem so elusive. Yeah. And we... We see them in other people very often, but not in ourselves. Yeah. Before we get started, just yeah. give us a bit of background. You know, how do you come to be doing all of these things? Um, I'm I'm really interested in in your journey. I um I had a moment, I think there's always a catalyst in our lives where, and it doesn't have to be a negative catalyst, but mine kind of was because I wasn't totally listening to the universe. <laughs> and I was in the pattern of doing everything I was supposed to do and living from being what was being expected of me. And I hit a point in my life that I just got knocked to my knees. My entire life got turned upside down. I had lost a, um, a son at birth. And then got divorced, sold a house, moved. And this all happened within a three-month period. Really? And I had to start over. 
And I had to really trust my gifts and the intuitive gifts that had been pulling me, calling me out, so to speak. And they, they're they my gifts. And But they come so easily to me that I've never really thought too much about it. And as I started, I made a decision that I was going to bring my gifts to everything that I do. I had no idea what they were at the moment. I knew I had um, been able to see people on the other side. And I really see people. I see their blocks. I see their gifts. I see their potential and what's stopping them. And as a kid, that got me a lot of trouble because adults don't really like, you know, a kid to say, oh, here's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's often well-received, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I just kind of blocked it for a long time until that happened. And then I really committed to designing a life around my gifts. And I spent, I've spent the last 24 years doing just that and helping other people do that. So that's how the work developed that I do now. Isn't it interesting, don't you think, how often out of tragedy, out of trauma and challenge comes something? And I was only uh, talking to somebody earlier today about how when we look back, we can see the lesson, the gift, the silver lining. But when we're in the middle of the maelstrom, it's very difficult to think that this is anything but disaster. I was going to say, we're we're at a time when so many people are facing incredible challenges of all sorts, you know, um, physical, emotional, financial, you know, relationship-wise. And I think people get stuck in the darkness and it takes something to help people recognize that actually, you know, the sun is behind the clouds, even if you can't see it, there is a way through. Um, So, you know, what for you, when you were looking at a time of great darkness, I mean, losing a child, I think is probably most people's worst nightmare. What, what were the things, what was that moment when you, made that decision that you were going to not only acknowledge your own gifts, even though you didn't know what they were at the time, but you were going to use them. Was there a pivotal moment or was it a general realization? I It's a pivotal moment for me. I had moved into a condo from mm-hmm. my house and I had, I was surrounded by boxes and I was sitting on the floor kind of pouting a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I used to think pout was a very gentle response to what was going on. A tiny bit of a pity party. And a thought came into my head and I thought, I'm the only one now that can screw up my life. And it was kind of a weird thought to have at that moment. But as I thought that, I felt this sensation in the pit of my stomach. And I realized it felt like joy. There was an effervescence to it. Mm -hmm. And I felt happy at that moment. And that was the moment I made the decision that I can change the course. I'm going to find my gifts. I'm going to create more joy. I'm going to eliminate drama. And I had no idea how that was going to happen or how I was going to do that. I just 
really committed to doing that in my life at that point, being single and no children and everything I thought that was going to happen by the age that I was, you know, I'd set all these milestones and I was looking at none of them. Isn't there in the recognition that actually it's down to you. Yes. I've got to wait for other people to do it for you. Yes. And I think many people get stuck in that I can only recover myself. I can only find a way through if somebody does it for me or with me. And although you can help, and both of us are in the in the business of helping people along their yeah. way. Yeah. You can signpost, you can support, you can hold the space. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you can't do it for people, can you? They've got to decide for themselves that that's what they want to do. Yes. Yes. And that's, I think, so such an important point because I guide people and teach them how to do it themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't show people because they're so powerful and we don't even know it. Each one of us is has so much light, especially if they're listening to this program with you. Well, you know? that, that, that they're here because what I'm attempting to do with this program, which is to offer people some a positive way forward, even when life is really challenging, you can find a positive way forward. And I, I, I if you're listening to this, I know that sometimes days can feel really dark and really difficult, but Mm -hmm. actually those days pass. And if you've got the right mindset and you make the decision that you are going to own your gifts, then life can change. We're going to go to a short break, but when we come back, one of the things that I'd like to explore with you is many people, and I've had this conversation with so many people, you know, if I could see the results, then I'd have faith and believe in them. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Uh, But what struck me as being so different about your story is you knew you had gifts, but you weren't sure what they were. But you made the decision that you were going to identify them and use them long before you'd identified what they were. Yeah. And I think there's incredible power in doing that. So don't go away. When we come back, we're going to be looking at how how can you see the best in yourself and recognize those gifts, even when you don't know what they are and how you can move that forward. So we'll be back in just a minute. Hello there, my name's Gina Gardner and I'm the host of Gina Gardner and Friends. I know you're all incredibly busy and I know that there's so many calls upon your purse or your wallet at the moment, but I'm here to ask for your help. Help for a charity called Mom Plus Me that are supporting children, many of whom are orphans and disabled, and families that have been dispossessed by the war in Ukraine, which has now been going on for a year. They need your help desperately. There's no electricity, and so things are incredibly difficult. So please help by making a donation to justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom plus me. That's justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom 
M-O-M plus P-L-U-S me, M-E. Thanks very much. You can make such a difference. COVID-19 has been a really long and difficult fight. It's definitely taken a toll on all of us. Right now, new variants are a lot more contagious and need to be taken seriously. Getting vaccinated and staying boosted is the best way to keep you protected from COVID-19 and help you stay out of the hospital. Even if you got COVID before, it's important that you go get your COVID booster. COVID shots are safe. Much safer than getting the virus. We can all do our part. And get back to living. You can go to getvaccineanswers.org for more information. Welcome back. I and uh, Laurie Rubenstein are talking about, you know, stepping into your gifts. And before the break, we were talking, I was saying to Laurie that I'd love to know her view around being able to recognize the power of your gifts, even when you don't know what those gifts are. And the process of going from not having a clue what they are to actually starting to recognize and use them. You know, I think one of the things we do is we get caught into our heads and we try to explain it or figure it out or have an answer to something. And I love what you said before the break of, you know, if we knew, yeah, we totally believe it. And wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? And at that time, it was a feeling. Mm -hmm. It was just allowing yourself to get out of your head long enough to kind of drop into your heart. And when I do that, there's a peace. Yes. Like everything's going to be okay. And I knew that we all have gifts. We would like, we're here. And because we're here, we're worthy. We have gifts. We're powerful. And particularly right now, if people are here right now at this time in history, and they're here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, I didn't know what that was, but I felt it. I, I felt that joy. And I began to unblock mm-hmm. things. And I kind of went through a process of just discovery and looking in different places. And one of the places I looked and... I encourage your audience that this is a place to start too, which is what comes so easily for me that I don't think much about it. And it's a hard question, right? Because if you don't think much about it, how do we know? But one of the things that came so easily to me was I just knew, like when I was talking to people and they'd say something And the way I work, I work with my guides, their guides, but I see something like light up. And then I just knew. And it was something that I never thought much about because it was just so natural to me. So I started exploring that. And then I started looking at what constantly got me in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because God, those, I'm sure. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we don't usually consider our gifts gifts, because a lot of times they got us in trouble and I would get in trouble for the things I knew about people, you know, and I'd hear, you know, you don't, you don't know that, or 
I'd always question myself mm-hmm. that, you know, I wasn't to be heard. And then I, people would get upset if I said something that resonated with them, but I didn't know as a child what, what I had no understanding of all of that. So it was like, my voice gets me in trouble. So I kind of shut it down and got very shy. And then a third place I looked is what can you just not help but do? Like, no matter what, you're asked to do it. People ask your advice around it. It's just something you naturally always do. And I naturally was always asked about certain situations that I would just know the solution to for them. And that just came naturally to to me, guiding people I've done my entire life. It's interesting, isn't it? Because when you look at the four levels of uh, capability, you know, they talk about um, unconscious competence, incompetence is the lowest level. You have no idea how bad you are. And (laughs) we've all got instances of that. And then there's the the level of uh, conscious incompetence. You do know how bad you are. And lots of people operate at that level and try to hide it rather than learn how to be better. And then the next level is that you are consciously competent, but you have to really think about it. And then finally, you reach mastery or unconscious competence. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about gifts at unconscious competence level. And the, the model I use to help people understand that is when we're learning to drive. You know, usually when you get behind the wheel initially, people are often quite cocky. They don't understand that, you know, <laughs> They might be able to do the mechanics, but they've got no road sense. And so they don't actually know how bad and how dangerous they are. And then they'll have a near miss and they'll suddenly realize that they're not as good as they think they are. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the stage where your driving instructor has said, you know, mirror signal maneuver. And you almost mouth it to yourself as you're doing it before you pull out. And then Mm -hmm. when you've been driving a while, you get somewhere and you think, I have no idea how I got here. Because consciously you were not driving, you you were not, you didn't need to because you were at that level of, of mastery. Yeah. And I think people who are listening to this, who have yet to identify their gifts, I think, you know, your your three layers are a really great way to start. And I think the other thing that strikes me is that that you became conscious that there were gifts long before you knew what they were. So mm-hmm. how did, is it looking back that you can see that you looked at what you were good at, what got you into trouble and so on? Or yeah. was that a consciously, uh, a conscious line of thinking moving forward? But it's it, looking back. Okay. So it's the hindsight, 2020 yeah. vision, isn't it, hindsight? Right. Yeah. And I remembered as a child, um, I would be playing uh, in preschool. Right. Mm-hmm. I just have this one memory and I'd be playing with other kids and catching grasshoppers. And then I get in the car, my mom would pick me up and she'd cry and she'd say, I'd ask her, why are you crying? And she'd say, I hate picking you up because you're always playing by yourself. But what I didn't realize was the children I was playing with were on the other side. Wow. They were spirits, not physical people. So I didn't identify, but when I started exploring this and because my mom cried, I thought that was a bad thing. Yeah. Right. I didn't understand it. 
but that memory popped up. So then I could look at that and think, oh, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yes, that's been happening. And I, and I blocked that. You know, I think a lot of people have experiences, whether it's seeing spirit or just that sense of using their empathy and, you know, being able to recognize that other people are in pain um, or feeling that that sense of pain and, and shut things down. And as they do so, so they shut part of themselves down as well as the gift. Yeah. And I think one of the things that strikes me about, you know, talking to you is that in owning the gift, for me, the wording I would use, stepping into your genuine power. Yeah. Then you open up endless possibilities that wouldn't be open to you otherwise. Yes. Yes. We're going to go to a short break, but when we come back, I'd like to explore with you um, your books, your children's books, and how you got into that and why you got into that. Um, And how do you use your gifts within your books, if indeed you do? So don't go away. We'll be back in just a minute. Three hundred million years ago, there was no Africa, Asia, Americas, or Europe. Just one big supercontinent. Pangaea. And today, there is still a force connecting those divided by distance. Reversing millions of years of rifting. Making far feel close. Bringing there to here. Turkish Airlines. Hello there. My name's Gina Gardner, and I'm the host of Gina Gardner and Friends. I know you're all incredibly busy, and I know that there's so many calls upon your purse or your wallet at the moment, but I'm here to ask for your help. Help for a charity called Mom Plus Me that are supporting children, many of whom are orphans and disabled, and families that have been dispossessed by the war in Ukraine, which has now been going on for a year. They need your help desperately. There's no electricity, and so things are incredibly difficult. So please help by making a donation to justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom plus me that's justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom m-o-m plus p-l-u-s me m-e thanks very much you can make such a difference welcome back Laurie, how and when did you start creating children's books? What was the motivation for doing that? I honestly, I didn't ever have a motivation to create children's books. I the first one I created, um, I they're they're channeled 
they've, uh, I have three. The first one is my friendly giant and I channeled it in the shower and then it just kind of came in and I wrote it down real quick on a piece of paper as soon as I jumped out of the shower and it sat in my drawer in file cabinet for a while. And the second one was I was on a hike in Maine. And I was standing on a point, just looking out at the ocean. It was so beautiful. And the second one dropped in and I grabbed my husband and um, we were running back and I was asking him to take pictures of different things. And I jumped in the car and locked him out (laughs) and wrote it down (laughs) so I could remember it. Um, And those two books are the first two in a series that were published. And they really, the first one helps kids understand that they're everything that they have is within them Mm -hmm. and to love themselves and they're worried they're worthy and there's going to be times that people tease them or that things get hard yeah but they always have the answers within them that's so powerful if people can develop that that understanding, that faith in themselves, the choices they make through life are going to be very different than those who have no sense of self-worth. Yeah. And those, those are really heart projects for me because I feel like if we can really own our worth and our power, like you said, the, the, our authentic power, and, and be in our gifts and serve and then raise children that know their worth, it can change the world. Because the interesting thing for me is that when you have true self-worth, and we're not talking about ego here, we're talking about loving yourself, wobbly bits and all, and all of the understanding we have, our strengths and their areas for development. I believe that life is a you know, we're students of life throughout our lives. You're never there. But then relationships would be different because you would expect people to treat you with the respect you treat yourself with. And so, you know, the whole world would be changed. If you love yourself, you don't need to hurt other people. If you love yourself um, unconditionally, then you eat well, you look after yourself life becomes so much more powerful. Uh, the third book is for children who've lost a loved one. And I channeled that too. And it's just to help soothe them knowing that they're not alone, you know? And I think it's important for people to understand too, that the universe supports them and they're not alone in that. And there are many children who go through bereavement. And I think adults often don't know what to say. And then in my background, I was the principal or head teacher of a large school for 20 years. And so over the years, many children had been through bereavement. And, you know, two often two different things happen. One is that they think it's their fault. If only I'd been better behaved, if I'd been good, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And the other thing is that they think that they mustn't show their grief because they've got to bolster up the grown-ups. And so they bottle it up and they don't feel 
that they can articulate it. And so it tends to get buried and then manifest itself in, in all sorts of ways later. Yeah. So I think your book is a very powerful tool for people, for adults who are trying to support children through that process. Yeah, that's my hope. I'm sure it will be good. Where can people find you? Uh, they can go to my website at laurierubenstein.com, L-A-U-R-I-R-U-B-I-N-S-T-E-I-N.com. And the books are under the shop. Um, it tells about a little bit about my coaching and work, but um, if they want to sign up for the newsletter, I have a free uh, mini training that'll be coming out in December that I will send an email out to everybody that's on my newsletter list. Laurie, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you everybody for joining us. Love to know your story and how you're doing. So please email me at Gina, G-I-N-A, at Gina Gardiner, G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R, and friends, and let us know your story and what you think about the show and if there are themes you'd like us to cover. And you'll find lots of, of information about the things that I do and how you can work with me if you go to genuinely-you.com. Thank you so much. And Laurie, once again, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-you.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.